Yudalad Amadalaf, about 20 lines down, first word on the line is Hanau. Hanau Ginai, there were these certain um, uh, farmers, uh, gardeners, farmers, David they made an accounting uh, with each other, and it seemed like they each had a certain amount that they worked and a certain amount that was owed to them, and the accounting made by uh, the official accounting firm, or whoever it was who made it, came out that uh, one of the farmers, uh, this is the official accounting, he owed uh, an additional five zuz to the pot. In other words, he had a, like five zuz above what he should have gotten from the split. Amrile, so they said to that farmer, Yahavinu lemari ara be taska, give it to the landowner. I guess these people were not working their own land. They were working someone else's land. So they said, give it to the landowner as uh, the land tax that we all have to pay together. Uh, mari ara, and it was in the presence of the landowner. The economy name, there was a Kenyan made, like probably a Kenyan chalipin, to that effect. Lesoif, it turned out at the end, azal avad chushpana ben that this guy, he went and made an accounting on his own, and it turned out he didn't have anything extra. I don't know if the other people were just negligent or they purposely were lying to him, but bottom line, he didn't have any extra that he wasn't supposed to have. Now, he doesn't want to have to pay uh, this money to the landowner. Also, so this guy comes with a case, came Lakame to the presence of Rav Nachman. I know Rav Nachman. Amar Leis, Rav Nachman said back to this fellow, uh, well, uh, I don't know what I can do for you. My Iovidlach, what am I supposed to do for you? There's two things against you. Chada, I squealed in the word Chada, the Amar of Hudamarav, that was Rav Hudamarav had said in the previous stuff that Ma'amad Shlashtan basically works, and it was a case of Ma'amad Shlashtan. Ve'oid, I squiggle in the line of Ve'oid, and further, Ha-Kanu Minach, they made an official like Kenyan, uh, the Kenyan Chalipin that they made to, to that extent. Now, that was Rav Nachman had said. I, I think that maybe the case wasn't clear because Rava points out to Rav Nachman, Amrle Rava, underline Rava, Atu Hai, Mika Amar. He says, one second, is this fellow here saying, Lo Yahivna, like I don't want to give that which I owe? That's not what he's coming to claim. Kama. Rather, Deleka Gaboy. Those two words in phrase marking Kamar. He's basically saying that I actually don't owe it. It was an incorrect cheshbon, and I shouldn't have to pay it. Ah, that's different. Amarle says, I guess Rav Nachman, uh, either back to Rover, maybe back to this person, he says, Oh, if that's the case, Ian Kane, Kenyan, true, there was a Kenyan made, but it was a Kenyan Betos. It was based on a mistake who. The whole Kenyan Betos, whenever you have a case of a Kenyan Betos, uh, you can back out of it because the whole thing is a mistake. Period. Itmar, you have the following case. Um, the person says to someone else, six word quote, Holech, I squiggle underline the word Holech, Holech manalapleni shani chayevlo. So I call over uh, uh, Bob and I say, uh, Bob, uh, you go take, you holech uh, this $100, uh, give it to Carl, shani chayevlo, that I owe Carl. Okay, uh, comma. We're going to have machlokas here between Rav and Shmuel. R- Amar Rav, I circled Rav's name, 
Chayev Ba'achrayusai, the Mishaleach, the one who sent the money, and that's me. I give it to Bob. I am Chayev. Should anything happen along the way, I'd have to make it up. Kama v'im balachzor enoi choyzer. And if I want to sort of run after Bob and say, you know what, Bob, give me that money back, um, I cannot back out. So if I want to say, wait, Bob, you know, maybe something will happen along the way, I start too late, I can't back out. Shmuel, who we circled, Amar, Shmuel says, one second. From the fact that, let's say, as Bob is going to deliver it, he's negligent, he loses it, that I, like me, I'm going to be responsible for it, then it's got to be in Balaz or Chayzer, that if I want to call Bob back and say, hey, Bob, you know, give me that $100 back, I would be able to be Chayzer. Okay, that's the Machlokas, Rav versus Shmuel. The Gemara now wants to say that maybe the Machlokas is a Machlokas of whether Holech is Kazachi Dabi or not. Layman Bahakanathaki, should we say that they are arguing in the following? Colon, Demar, Savarai, Squiggle, and Ryan, the Mar. And wrote above that Rav. Rav, apparently, would we not say that he holds that Holech? And that was the term that I used. When I said to uh, Bob to go deliver it, I said, Holich this mana, Holich is kezachi dummy. So in other words, my saying Holich is almost tantamount, or is tantamount to me telling Bob, you act on behalf of the one I owe the money to and sort of receive it for him. And that's why I wouldn't be able to run after Bob and take it back. And comma, Mar, I squeal and run this Mar, this would be Shmuel Savar, Holich is love kezachi dummy. No, just because I use the term holy doesn't mean that I was being mezaka, so to speak, to the money to Carl. Should we not say basically they're arguing about whether holy is kazaki dummy or not? Says the Gemara, no. Lo, comma, de kule alma, holy kazaki dummy. I double underline those three words. Everyone holds that if I have a shliv that I'm sending and I use the term holy, it's as though I'm saying you take possession of it, ki'ilu, you are the other party. In other words, in general, holich is kizachi dummy, and uh, if it was like uh, like a gift that I was sending, where there's uh, no achrayis, like if anything happens to it, like, okay, fine, it's lost, I don't have to make it up, then Shmuel would agree that the sender can't back out. The hachabakamitliki here, though, the machlokas is, do you say that migu? Do you say that migu? Since the sender is going to be chayv and achrayis, should anything happen, He's allowed to back out. Colon Mar, Savarai Squiggle and the Mar, this would be Rav is of the opinion. Lo Amrin Amigu. We don't say that just because if something happens, that he's going to be high of the sender, that he's able to back out. Like, too late. You should have thought about that before you sent it. Hopefully, nothing will happen. But if something does, he is high for the Achrayas, the sender. Umar Savarai Squiggle and this Mar, this would be Shmuel. He says Amrinan Migu, that we do say that since he's going to be high on the Achrayas, he can back out. Tanya Kavase de Rav. We have a Brisa. Goes for. Four lines, and it would be uh, just like the way Rav had said things. Says the Brisa, uh, quote, Holech manalaploini shani chayev loy. Those are the six words, exactly the same six words of the Itmar case uh, about eight lines earlier. Well, ten manalaploini shani chayev loy. That's very similar. Instead of saying holech, I say give. Or, holech manalaploini pikodain, as a deposit, that he has by me, I squeal and run the word pikadon, or a fourth possibility, as I call it a shaliach, and I say, I squeal and run that word pikadon, in all those cases, I, the sender, should something happen before it is received by the uh, the person who's supposed to receive it, so I'm responsible to make it up should anything happen. 
And even though I am high back rice, if I want to try to back out after I sent my shaliach to deliver it, ain't no choser. I'm not allowed to back out. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Now, we ask, in the third and fourth cases there, there's a pikadon. There's an actual, like, item. So the Gemara asks, pikadon, kama, lema, lay, let the mishaleach be able to tell the shaliach, well, one second. He wouldn't want his pikad, and that's like his prized bowling ball. He wouldn't want that to be in the possession of somebody else other than me. Why can't he say that? I'm Rebzeira. Well, you know what? In like a regular case, he should be able to say that. However, in this case, the sender is a known liar, a known denier, because you're Kafran, this Mishalech is known to be a denier of things, items that he has that belong to other people, where it's an Anan Sahadi. We can sort of like be pretty sure that the rightful owner of the item wants it out of that guy's possession. Period. Rosheshes, I underline Rosheshes. He had a Ashrasa, uh, it's literally like uh, credit extended. Uh, essentially, he had money that was owed to him in the city of Mechuzah for coats. Maybe he had sent, uh, I don't know, 10 cloaks, 10 sarbalis, and he was supposed to get $100 for each one, so let's say he was owed $1,000 in the city of Mechuzah. However, Rosh wasn't in Mechuzah right now. Amrle, he says, and I underline this name, he says to Rav Yosef Bar um, listen, you're uh, going to be in Mechuzah this weekend, uh, why don't you uh, get the money and bring it back for me? Bahadi Asis, as you're uh, there and coming back, I seen who Niali, can you, uh, like, bring... The uh, money that they owe me back to me, comma, Azil, So he went, Yahavinule, and they gave it to him. Amrile, and they, the ones who just gave the money to Rav Yosef Bar Chama, uh, said to him, uh, We'd like you to like make a formal Kenyan that you're officially taking it from us, like so that we're not responsible should anything happen. Amr Lahu, he said to them, Yeah, 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 in, yeah, we'll we'll do it like you know right after we have the shawarma or whatever it was, comma connector lesayif. At the end of the day, Ishtamit Luhu, he was able to avoid officially taking the Achrayas. Now he did bring it back and gave it to Rav Sheshes. However, when he got back and told Rav Sheshes what he had done, Kiyas Legabe, Amarle, you know what Rav Sheshes said? Good move, Rav Yosef. Like that was very smart and sharp of you. Shaperkavdis, you did well. So as not to delay Shavis Navshek, make yourself a Evid Leva Leish. Malva. Basically, by avoiding taking the achrayas, you avoided taking that responsibility uh, upon yourself. Kama lishnachrina, squil in line lishnachrina, shapir avdis. You know why? Because eved lova leish malva. The eved is the lova to the ish malva, and that you avoided. Period. Rabbi Bar Yoshia, he had havele ispika de kaspa he had a, a silver utensil of some sort. Let's call it like a silver cup or a silver bowl. Anyway, he had something silver in the city of Neharda. He wasn't there, though. Amar Lahu, so he said, these two people he knew were going to be there shortly. He said to Rab Dostai Bar Abiyanai, who I underlined, and to Rab Bar Kipper, who I underlined, uh, Hey, fellas, Bahadi uh, Da'asisu, when, uh, when y'all uh, come back from that place that uh, this can you uh, bring it back to me, please? Can you get the item and bring it back to me? Okay. Ozil, so uh, went Yahave uh, Niale. And uh, they got the, uh, let's call it, I don't know, say a silver uh, Klee. 
Hmm. Amri Lehu, these Nahardal people said to these two fellows, uh, we'd like you to make it a formal Kenyan so that we don't have any, like, achrayish should anything happen along the way. Amri Lehu, Reb Dostoy and Reb Yossi, who were very well aware that they didn't want to take the responsibility, said, uh, Lo, nope, we ain't taking any responsibility. Amri Lehu, so the Nahardians said back to these two, well, then Ahadre Nihalan will give it back to us. Now, Reb Dostoy took one approach, I underline Reb Dostoy, Reb Dostoy, Reb Yanai, Amr Lehu, and he said, yeah, okay, fine, I'll, uh, I'll give it back to you. However, Reb Yossi Bar Kipper, I underline Reb Yossi Bar Kipper, Amr Lehu, he said back to them, lo, I ain't giving it back. Now, these guys, I don't know if they were like six foot four, 250 pounds, linebackers, they were tough guys. Havuka Mitsa'arule, they were essentially hitting or torturing or really hassling uh, Rabbi Yossi Bar Kippur, Amar uh, Lay. So I, I assume that this is probably, um, they said, the Nahardoi said to Rabbi Dostoy, hey, you see what we're doing to your buddy over here? I guess they wanted him to like give them the silver cup back. Amar Lehu, so he says back to the, the Nahardians, he says, Tav Ramule. Good going, like give him another punch, another, I don't know, another smack, another beat. Okay, basically they came back. They did have the silver cup and they got back to um, Ravachi Bar Yashia. And uh, I guess Ravachi Bar Kipper uh, was all bruised and maybe he had a broken arm. Who knows? Um, Amar... Uh, Lay, I guess, uh, Ravachi said to Abdostoy, you know, uh, Chazimar, loy mistaya de loy sayin, el amalu nami tav ramule? Uh, so says Ravachi to Revdostoy, uh, can you see? It's not like enough that, I guess this is, was Rabbi yeah, it must have been Rabbi Bar Kipper saying to Ravachi, like Rav says, what happened? How did you get those uh, breaks and the the broken broken bones? He says it's not enough that he didn't help me. Uh, this uh, Dostoy El Nami Tavramule. He said, yeah, good, go smack him again, smack him again. Okay, now uh, Ravachi didn't expect to hear this. He says back to Amarle. He says to Rav Dostoy, Am I Tavadachi? Like, why'd you do that? Why were you uh, going along with them, beating up your uh, your, your your traveling partner, Amarle? Very interesting Gemara here. He says, back to uh, Ravachi, do you know who those guys were? Oisa Adam, Hey, Nama, they were uh, Amatol, the Koivanama, and their hats, their cowboy hats were, five-gallon cowboy hats were, and Amatol, Umedabrin Michetzi, and then they spoke with very deep voices. It sounded like it was coming from their bellies. Ushmoisei and Muvhalan, and they had terrifying names. They were called uh, Arda and Arta and... Philly was in charge of them all. Philly was beret. She was at the head of those guys. Uh, those were types of guys. Oimrin kafoisu, if they would say, tie him up. Koiftan, they would tie up the person. And even scarier than that, Oimrin haraygu, if they would say, kill him. Horgan, people would kill those people. Ilu hargu es dostoi, if they had murdered dostoi, he's talking about himself. Who would give my daddy Yanai a son like me? Amarle, 
Hmm. Rabbi Hachi says to Rabbi Dostoy, B'nei Adam Halalu, these uh, tough guys, these guys, Kroiv and the Malchusain, were they like in with the government officials? Amarle says Rabbi Dostoy, Hain, yes they were. Uh, asks uh, Ravachi, uh, do they have like uh, Lamborghinis and and Ferraris and uh, AK forty seven uh, guards all over the place? Or in those days, did they have horses and mules running before them? Amarle said, "Rav Dostoy, hey, yes, they did." Amarle, interesting, says um, Ravachi. Well, Ihachi, Shapiravdis. If that's the case, like basically your life was in threatened and in danger, what you did was good. Period. Quite a story. Says the Gemara, here's another case. Um, I double underline the word holech. Let's say I say to Bob, uh, take this 100 to Carl. Vahalach um, and uh, Bob goes, who big shoe, and he asks, uh, where's Carl? Anyone know where Carl is? And the and he uh, couldn't find him. You know why? Rash says because Carl's dead. Carl had died. So uh, now what? What's uh, Bob supposed to do with the uh, hundred? Well, Tanichado, one Tanaic source says, I put the next two words in a box, uh, call this the A Tanaic source, Yechzeru the Mishalech. Return it to the sender. So the hundred dollars goes back to the one who sent it, goes back to me. The, the sender will call them. Tanya Idach, I call this Tanaic source, and this is all of uh, four words that the money actually goes not back to the sender, but rather, they go to the heirs of the one that Bob was sent to give. In other words, Carl's, uh, let's say Carl's is dead, so Carl's sons would uh, get it. That's the end of the Tanaic source. Now, what happens to the hundred? Does it go back to the sender? It goes to the uh, intended receiver's heirs. So should we not say that this is what they're arguing about? Demar Savar, the Bitanaic source, would hold, uh, possibly we could say this, Hoylech is ke zochi, that uh, when um, I said, or when the sender said to Bob here, Hoylech, it's as though he was saying zochi, and therefore uh, it's, it's uh, really Carl's, and Carl's not around anymore, so it goes to Carl's heirs. Umar Savar, I squiggling around this, the Atanaic source that said that the money goes back to the sender, Apparently, would hold holech. The term holech that he used is lavkezachi dami. It's a, no, not as though he's saying zachi. So, should we not say that's what they're arguing about? Well, no, we're not going to say that. Amar Ravab of Armamal, I circled the name and put a number one in the margin. Two lines later, in the middle of the line is Rav Zvid. I circled Rav Zvid and put a number two in the margin. Three lines below that is Rav Papa. I circled Rav Papa and put a number three in the margin. So, we're going to have three approaches. Here's the first. Amar Rabbi Abba Bar Mamal de Kule Alma. Everybody holds holech lav. Kizachi, that when it was sent by the sender and he used the term holech, it wasn't like zachi. And then why give it to the Yorshim if that's the case for Kasha? You know why? Well, ha, bibari. In the case where he was a bari, that's where yechzeru to the mishalech. The mishalech was a bari. Whereas ha, in the Bitanaic source, was bishchiv meira. That's different. There is a person who was on his. Uh, deathbed, because as long as basically he hasn't backed out, uh, we know the words of a shchibmerar keksuvin ukimisurin damum. That's all of our mamal. Rebzvid, I circled Rebzvid, Amar, havaha b'shchibmerar. Actually, both of them are, in the case of shchibmerar, where he says, holech, it's like he's saying zachi. Why then the distinction between the A and the B to make sources? Ha, 
I squiggle underline the word ha. This is the B tenaic source. It says it goes to the Yorshim of the intended receiver. That the intended receiver was still alive at the time the money was given over to Bob to deliver. Whereas ha, I swear on this word ha, the A tenaic source, it says it goes back to the sender, is It turns out that the Mechabah wasn't even alive. We didn't know that at the time, but it turns out he had already died, and that's why it would go back to the sender. That's the Rizvid approach. Papa, who we had circled, is the third approach, Amar, Ha Veha Bibari. Both cases are in a case of the sender was a uh, healthy person. And when he says Holeich, therefore it's not like Zachi, uh, and therefore, uh, colon, Ha, I squiggle under the word Ha, the Eitnaic sources, it goes back to the Mishaleach. Uh, why? Demis the Mechabel, Bechayenaisen, the one who was supposed to get it, died while the one who had given it to be paid was still alive. And that's why it goes back to the Mishaleach. Whereas, comma, ha, I squiggle in this word, ha, B, the second Tanaic source, that says it goes to the heirs of the intended receivers to miss the nosein, Bechayi Mechabel, that's where the nosein died, uh, while the Mechabel was still alive. And since he's died, there's a special concept of mitzvah l'chaim divri ames, the things that a person said to do, uh, now that he's dead, it's a very important thing to fulfill those intentions. Kama. The one now has a question that takes really till about the third of the wide lines on this Amud to develop. I guess it's about an 18-19 line question. Here's the question. Should we say, Lema? that this concept of two-word phrase, holeich kezachi, when a giver uses the term holeich, whether the intention of that is to, uh, that the person he's giving it to should, so to speak, acquire it on behalf of the intended receiver, is actually machokas tanoim, tanoihi, disanya. We have a brisa here. The brisa goes uh, two, four, six, about eight lines, and we're going to have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different uh, Tanaic opinions, and we'll try to match some of them up with uh, saying Holech is Kizachi, and some of them up with Holech is not Kizachi, dummy. Here's the case. Says the Brisa, Holech Manolaplani. That's what uh, a sender says to Bob. Take this 100 to Carl. The Halachu Bikshoi, and uh, Bob goes and he uh, plays where Carl's supposed to be, and he, he says, Hey, uh, you know where Carl is? Uh, and they can't, he couldn't find Carl. That's because, like Rashi said earlier, Carl's dead. Kama. So what should he do with the uh, hundred bucks now? He brings it back and gives it to the one who had sent him. Kama. Mace the Mishaleach. I double underline Mace the Mishaleach. Let's see the Mishaleach, the one who had sent it, is now dead. Well, Reb Nassim, Reb Yankiv, who I put in a box, Amru, they say, Yechzeru, what do you do with the money now? Your shame, Mishaleach. They go to the heirs of the one who had originally sent it. V'yeshayimim, I box the yeshayimim. They say, Le it goes to the heirs, but the heirs of the other guy. Le yorshay, the heirs of the one who is the intended receiver. Uh, they're the ones who get the hundred. Rebuda Nasi, I box Rebuda Nasi, Amar Mishum, Rebyankiv, Shar Mishum, Rebbe Meir, Mitzvah Lakayim Divra Mes. It is the. Uh, thing that you're supposed to do to fulfill whatever the words are of the deceased, the intention of the deceased. The Chachamim, I box the Chachamim. They say, you have to just do some sort of split, where you're not sure, so just split it. Vikan Amroi, squiggling line, Vikan Amroi, would be, uh, I don't know if you would think in a 
Bryce it would be in Eretz Yisrael, but I, I think this is Bavel, uh, they say, uh, Rashi says, Khan Amru is in Bavel. Uh, the next word is taken out. Mash Yirtz Shaliach Yasa. Whatever the Shaliach figure should be done at this point, uh, he can do. And finally, Amrab Shimon Anasi, I boxer Shimon Anasi. Al Yodi Hayamaisa. I actually had a case just like this. Ve'amru, and the consensus was of the uh, rabbis, Yechzeruli Yorshim Shaliach, that the uh, money should go back to the heirs of the one who had originally sent it. Okay, that's a lot of opinions, says the Gemara. My love, Bahakamifligi. Should we not say that this is what the seven different snake opinions are arguing about? Now we'll go over each one of these seven opinions. We'll underline each one as we get to it, and we'll try to find. Apparently, some of them hold that Holich is Kezachi, and some of them hold that Holich is not Kezachi. De Tanakama, and on the Tanakama, Savar, Holich. Lav Kezachi. I dot underline those few words. Hoyleich is not Kezachi. The Tanakama wasn't talking about when the Mishalayach died. Remember, the Tanakama was before we heard the Mishalayach died or knew the Mishalayach died or before he died. He just says, give it back to the Mishalayach. Why give it back to the Mishalayach? Because the Holeich that he had said, the Mishalayach is not Kezachi Dami, so it goes back to the Mishalayach. Reb Nasan Reb Yankiv, who I underlined, Nami, they also hold. Holeich is Lav Kezachi. The Afal Gav Demis, even though, remember, they were commenting on once we know the uh, case was that the Mishleach had died, even though uh, he died, Lo Amrinan, they do not hold of the principle of Mitzvah Lakayim Div Rames, and therefore give it back to the heirs of the um, sender. Kama, the Yeshaimrim, I underline the Yeshaimrim, the Yeshaimrim who had said, no, you give it to the heirs of the one who was the intended receiver. Must be because the holech of the one who had sent it is kezachi. I don't underline holech kezachi. So we've now found at least one tana that holds holech is not kezachi, and at least one tana that holds that holech is kezachi. And the machlokus is even if the mishleach didn't die. However, it's going on the words of the Tanakama when Rav Nosson, excuse me, when the Yeshemrim had said liyosh mishnish Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, I'm not Rabbi Nasi. Amar Mishum Rabbi Yaakov, Shamar Mishum Rabbi Meir. Holech Lav Kezachi. Holech is not like Zachi. Uh, that would be again similar to Tanakama. Miu, however, even though Holech is not Kezachi, where the Mishaleach popped off, Miu Hecha de Miss, where the Mishaleach died, Amrinan. We say, well, there's another issue now going on, a mitzvah l'kayim divra meis. Listen, the guy didn't die, and there's a very important principle of trying to fulfill the things that the man had wanted done before he died, if he died. They say, yachloiku. Um, why yachloiku? Why do you split these this money? Well, misafka lehu. Because the Chavim uh, are not sure. Is it not Kazakh Dami? Is there an issue with Kaim Divra Mace? Is there not? And therefore, uh, some sort of split. The Kanamru, and on the Kanamru over here, they say, Shuda Adif, the assessment of the Shaliach. Whatever he, to his best knowledge, whatever he thinks that the uh, sender would have wanted, that's what he should do. And finally, Rav Shimon Hanasi, I. He's the only one who said that actually happened to him a case like that, and that's what he was coming to add. Okay, now that's for the end of a very long question, which is essentially, should we say that the issue of is Heilich Kezachi, or is it not, is a Machlokas Tanoim? Apparently, should we not say that it is a Machlokas Tanoim? Says the Gemara in one word, no. Lo. Bibari, the case here is, if you have the sender and he was healthy, there's no machlokas. The makabel 
is not Zoha it. What was the case over here? The case over here was actually that the sender was a Shkiv Meirah. He was on his deathbed. Literally, he was lying down from being in a very bad state. He was about to die and is based on the Machlokas who plugged the Rebbe Lazar versus the Rabban and Kamifligi did not. There's a Mishnah at the end of Mesech Hazbaba Basra. We'll quote it now. It'll, the quote will go to the third line on Tesfav Aleph, And it's a Machlokas between Rebbe Eliezer and the Chachamim. Here's the case. Says the quote of that Mishnah. We box the whole thing off. Hamechalik nechasav al-piv. If you have a uh, person who is dividing uh, his assets and he is uh, um, he, he's basically a shchiv Do you view a shchiv like a bari or not? So he's now, normally, if a person dies, let's say he's got a bunch of sons, the sons uh, split. They each get an equal amount. Maybe the firstborn gets double, but they each will get. However, this uh, person um, is uh, dividing up his assets uh, between his sons and uh, giving one more and uh, one of them a little bit more, one of them a little bit less. Uh, what do we say? Well, um, of course, if he wants to give them and does a proper Kenyan, then he can do whatever he wants with his assets. Rabbi Elazar, who we circled, Aymer, whether the person in question here is totally healthy or whether he's in a dangerous situation, meaning he's like a shchiv meirah, it depends which assets he's giving. Is he giving land assets or movable assets? In other words, land assets, if he's giving out land, well, he'd have to make a formal kinyan. Niknin, they can certainly give him over to whichever son that he wants, however much he wants, with either kesef, money, or shtar, uh, a document, or chazak, or making a, uh, a type of acquisition of physically uh, going and, and doing something to the property. If the assets in question that the father wants to give to whatever son, however much he wants to give to that son, are movables, the only thing that can be done is a full-fledged Mashiach. Bottom line, within Rabbi Elazar, there's no distinctions between the giver being totally healthy or being a Shriv Whereas the Chachamim, we circle the Chachamim. The reason we're circling Rabbi Eliezer and the Chachamim is not because they are Amirim, obviously, they're Tanoim, but we had boxed all those names in the previous Brisa, so just to keep a little bit of a, of a separation between Tanoim and Tanoim. Anyway, the Chachamim, Eluv Elu, Niknin Ba'amira. Both of them, uh, the Shriv Meira wants to give land, the Shriv Meira wants to give movables, merely saying that he wants to do it is good enough. Amruloi, I squiggle under the Amruloi, they said to him, I guess the Chalman said to Rabbi Elazar, well, what about the famous case, Maisa bi'iman shel b'nei Ruchel, uh, b'nei Ruchel's mom, Shahaisa Chayla, she was very sick, the Amra, and she had said that Tinasen kevinti Labiti, she had a particular uh, a jewelry, a, a nushka is like a, a brooch, some sort of uh, um, jewelry that she wanted given to her daughter, Vehi Sarmana, and she said it was uh, worth uh, she had it assessed, I guess, uh, 12 uh, mana, kama umesa, and she died. V'kaimu chachamim esvareh, and the chachamim gave that brooch to the daughter. So you see, uh, apparently, even though she just said it, it apparently is valid, and uh, you see there's a distinction made for Shemira. Amar lahem, so says back uh, Rebbe Elazar to the chachamim, b'nei ruchal, tik b'rei mam. the uh, sons of ruchal, uh, their mother should bury them. Like he was basically giving a 
klala, that there's no way that this uh, actually happened. If it did, it's not a precedent for anything because it was done incorrectly. Okay, now that we have, that's the end of the Tanakh source, uh, this Machlov between Rabbi Elazar, who makes no distinctions between a healthy person, a bari, and a shribe, a person about to die, and the Chachamim, who apparently do make the distinction, let's go through all of the previous seven Tanaim and try to fit them in. Tanakama, who I underlined, he goes like Rabbi Elazar. Basically, that you would, yes, need a Kenyan. Rabbi Elazar says a Shechimira and a Bari are all the same. And therefore, the whole Leich that he had said would be not Kizalchidami. Rabbi Nassim and Rabbi Yankiv, who underlined Nami, they also, Ke Rabbi Elazar, hold like Rabbi Elazar, that you need a Kenyan, because a Shechimira is no different than a Bari. Afagav de miss, and even though he did die, lo amrinan, we do not apply here the principle of mitzvah l'kayim divrei hames. Kama v'yeshayimrim, I unlearn the yeshayimrim, they would go like the Rabbanon. The Rabbanon, the Chachamim, that we had seen circled about two lines from the bottom in the previous Amud, that uh, they say, oh no, when a Shkipira says something, it's like k'suvin u'kemesurin damu, it's as though it's like written out and handed over, and even if the Meshulech wouldn't die, you would give it to the Yorshim of the Mechabel as long as the Mishalech hadn't backed out from what he had originally said. Rabbi Yudah Nasi, I know Rabbi Yudah Nasi, Sha'amar Mishum Rabbi Meir, he goes like Rabbi Elazar that made the issue being, well, did he die or did he not die? And if he didn't die, then it goes back to him. Miu, however, Heicha Demis, where he did die, Amrinan, here we do employ the principle of Mitzvah Kaim Divramais. There's a special uh, idea of trying to fulfill the things that were said by a person uh, before he died, after he died. That they uh, split, because they're not sure, do we go like Rabbi Lazar, do we go like the Rabbanan, and even where the person did die, do we say Mitzvah Kaim Divramais, do we not? Vikanamru, and on the Kanamru over here, they said Shudad, if the assessment, whatever uh, things will go with. Rib Shimon Anasi, and I end on Shimon Anasi, who was the last of the seven snake opinions. Maisa Aslashmin, and he was simply coming to tell us that he actually had a case like that. That's what he was telling us. Period. Ibayalahu, this Rib Shimon Hanasi. Nasi, who was he actually like a Nasi, the leader of the Jewish people, the president? Or when we say Rishim and Nasi, we're essentially saying Rishim was saying it over in the name of the Nasi. Well, Tashma. Come in here, the Amar of Yosef, the Amar of Yosef, underlined Rav Yosef's name. He said, Halacha Karebi Shimon Hanasi. The normative Jewish practice is like Rishim and Nasi. Okay, that apparently answers the question. But the Gemara says, Vadayin Tibailach. We still got the same question. Nasi who? When you call him Rishim Nasi, is that because he himself is the Nasi? Oh, to come and the Nasi. We're saying it over in the name of the Nasi. And uh, apparently we're not going to answer this because we say Teku. We'll just have to wait for Elio Anavi. Gufa. We go back to something we had said earlier. Amar of Yosef. Halacha Karebi Shimon Hanasi. We said this about two lines ago. Basically, it's like Rishim Nasi that it goes back to the Yorshe. Okay. Well, why? Veha. I put a triangle around this word. Veha. Two lines later. Second one on the line is also Veha. That got a triangle. So we got a couple questions to end the parak. Here's the first. Veha. Well, one second. Kaimalan. Divrei Shribmeira. Don't we have as established halacha that whatever a Shribmeira says, Kiksuvin and Kamisur and Damu, anything that he had said is, is as though it was written down and handed over already. So why would it go back to the Yorshe? Ha. 
Mishaleach. It should go to the intended receiver. Well, because Rav Yosef doesn't hold that the whole case was in a case of Ishchiv Meira. Rav Yosef, Mukila, he says the previous case was actually a case of a Bari. So even though five lines from the bottom we said that we're talking about was a Shchiv Meira, uh, Rav Yosef would disagree with that. Rav Yosef would say, no, the sender in that case is actually totally healthy. I veha, one second. I put a triangle around this word veha. Didn't we say that you bring it back to the yorshe? I double ended on the word yorshe. Le yorshe, Mishaleach Kamar? Now, if it's the Mishaleach's yorshim, the Mishaleach must have died. The Kaimalan, and we know in general that if a person pops off, even if he wasn't expected to, mitzvah the Kaim Divriya Mace is a special issue, special Indian in trying to fulfill whatever the Mace had said before he popped off. Well, that's true, and therefore we'll have to slightly edit, not give it back to the Yorshim Mishaleach, but rather Tzni, teach instead, Yechzeru Lemishaleach, because the Mishaleach didn't die, and therefore you should give it back to the Mishaleach. Hadron Alach, Hamevi Kama, Adkan.